This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. Attending church every week, taking communion, being baptized, singing the songs, praying the prayers, reading the Bible, religious things. They're not bad things. They're good things. They're not enough. They're not enough. We're taught so clearly that the only, the only way to enter the kingdom of, of heaven, the only way to relationship with the living God is through faith in Jesus Christ. We can get all caught up in checking off our list of religious duties and forget it's all about a relationship with Christ. Going to church, reading the Bible, praying, these are not enough. Today, Pastor Robert reminds us the only thing that matters is faith in Christ. Our outward actions are evidence of our growing relationship with Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Acts chapter 17. The Apostle Paul, he gets run out of Berea. He makes his way over to Athens. He's waiting there for... Silas and Timothy to catch up to him. And he bumps into a bunch of philosophers. And they're talking to him and intrigued by the fact that he's, he seems to be sharing a new concept, resurrection from the dead. And so they brought him to the Oropagus. So we want to we hear this guy out. Verse 21 says, For all the Athenians and the foreigners who were there spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. Then Paul stood in the midst of the Areopagus and said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you're very religious. For as I was passing through and considering the objects of your worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God. Therefore, the one whom you worship without knowing, him I proclaim to you. God, who made the world and everything in it, since He is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands. Nor is He worshipped with men's hands, as though He needed anything, since He gives to all life, breath, and all things. And He has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for Him and find Him, though He's not far from each one of us. For in Him we live and move and have our being. As also some of your own poets have said, 
for we are also His offspring. Therefore, since we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, something shaped by art and man's devising. Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because He has appointed a day on which He will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom He has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all, by raising Him from the dead. And when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, while others said, We'll hear you again on this matter. So Paul departed from among them. However, some men joined him and believed, among them Dionysius and Areopagus, a woman named Damaris, and others with them. Now let's back up and look at this. You know, there's so much in this passage, so many intriguing things, so many things we could talk about. The first thing that that stands out to me there is, 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 Paul talks to them, he says, you know, I was walking through here, as you guys were bringing me up on, on, you know, up the hill, it was on Mars Hill, the Areopagus, as they're all gathered together. He said, you know, I noticed you guys are really religious, really religious. But implied in what he's saying there is that's not enough. That's not enough. A lot of times, maybe even we ourselves, but certainly we meet people that are really religious, really nice people. I've encountered over the years, usually from the young ladies, they'll come to me and they're kind of wanting permission from me. You know, the the father figure kind of thing, you know, pastor. I met this really nice guy. I always know what's coming next. He's a really nice guy. Now, he's, he's not really a Christian, but he's real spiritual. He's really sincere. He's really religious is kind of the idea there, you know. Super guy, really nice guy. Paul says that's that's... That's not it. That's not enough. Do you realize that the religious stuff we do, you know, attending church every week, taking communion, being baptized, singing the songs, praying the prayers, reading the Bible, religious things, they're not bad things. They're good things. They're not enough. They're not enough. We're taught so clearly that the only, the only way to enter the kingdom of, of heaven. The only way to relationship with the living God is through faith in Jesus Christ. A personal relationship with the risen Savior. Jesus himself said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. It's an, it's an activity, ongoing. Following Jesus, being led by the Spirit of God as Paul worded it later in Romans chapter 8. But it's a relationship. It's, it's not about the religious activities. Yeah, those are intended by God to be evidence of, to be reminders in many cases, or to facilitate worship. You know, But they're an outward expression of something that has taken place within the heart already. It's, it's supposed to be expressions of the relationship attending church, because we need each other's believers, taking communion, because he told us, as often as you do this, remember me until I come again. And the idea is just that, that 
remembrance, that reminder, that celebration of, the, of, of God's devotion to us. You know, the, the young lady on the airplane that I mentioned as I was talking with her, I said, you know, we, sometimes we forget. We think that the Bible and even Christianity is all about us loving God more. Do you realize that the focus of the Scriptures is us getting a grip and, and having an understanding of how devoted He is to us? It's an amazing thing. God demonstrated His love for us in that He sent His Son to die in our place. That's what the Bible says. Before we even cared, while we were yet sinners, He died for the ungodly. It's an amazing thing. He didn't have to demonstrate His love. He didn't even have to make us aware He existed, but He chose to do that. He, he loves you so much. And he wants you to know him. He's not focused on the things that you bring. Paul said he doesn't need anything. He's not worshipped with our hands. You know, they, the sacrifices and the works that we want to do, the good deeds that we hope will somehow earn us entrance or greater favor, they don't. They don't. He wants you to know him. He wants you to know him. He wants relationship with you. He loves you more deeply, more completely, more perfectly than you and I are even capable of comprehending. His love for us is the issue here. But the other thing I notice is that Paul didn't blast them. You know, I've known Christians that at this point would have stepped up in front of this group of philosophers, these group of religious people, and said, you know what, you guys are nuts. Make up your mind. Just pick one. Look at all these statues. You've even got one to this unknown God. You're not sure who he is, but, you know, you don't want to leave him out. And there would have been that condescending, condemning, arrogant, self-righteous, ah, kind of proclamation of true things, but, but because of the attitude behind it, because of the posture, it's no longer truth because it's misrepresenting the heart of the Father. This one who was so devoted that he would die for relationship with these people. We need to be so careful in our witnessing that we do what Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 3. He said, you need to always be ready to give an account. Always. Always, always, always. Whether you're gifted as an evangelist or not, you need to be ready to share your faith with people. Always ready to give an answer to those who ask you for one. Why do you believe in Jesus? Why, why are you a Christian? If you can't answer that question, you need to do some homework. You need to pray. You need to get ready for that. The Bible says so. Be ready to give an answer. But, but with gentleness and respect. Thanks for tuning in today for another edition of Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you a deeper understanding of your Savior. We're always aiming to bring you the truth and promises found in the pages of the Bible, and we pray God reveals exactly what He wants you to hear every time you tune in. Right now, we'd like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people across the nation and the world. We feel so blessed to be a part of this virtual mission field, and we're excited to see where God will take us in the future. We'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry and for the people who will be touched by Main Thing Radio. We'd also like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. 
for donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month's gift is Charisma vs. Charismania by author and pastor Chuck Smith. This book takes a biblical approach to the Holy Spirit and His influence in the lives of Christians. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. That's all for today, but join us again for another teaching in the Word of God right here on Main Thing Radio.